um, and we'll get this John Pumpy. Once again, welcome. This is G7 Voices Without Boundaries. This is your host with the and I am not by myself. I'm with my ace, Brooklyn's own Rick. Where I say, black man. What you say? What you say? Another Sunday. The Sunday. Sunny black. Sunday. Yes, indeed. No, this blessing Sunday. Sunday. What's that song by Bob Marley? The sun is out. The sun is shining, and the weather. Yeah, yeah. it makes you. Yeah. You feel. All the young queens and young kings tuning in. Yeah. Blessings. Thank you. Yeah, man. How, how have you been, Black Man? Hey, I'm in a storm right now. Yes, I'm in a storm right now. But you know, know what? It is. They, Either in one. You have to weather the You have to weather the <laughs> Coming out. Huh? I say you have to weather the storm. You feel yeah, like? yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Out. Trying to get out my funk. Yeah. But uh, all is well. You know. Uh, Mike B is in there. Mike B. Benjo. <laughs> Hey. Good day, yo. Everything cool? Why I say Russ? Good <laughs> day. I'm just cool, man. Irish. Everything Irish King. Everything Yeah, yeah. It's a blessed day, man. How How's your day? Yes, sir. What's up? I say, how's your day? Well, you know, oh. the man above woke me up with purpose, so that's that the start. Respect. Good day. Most deaf. Most deaf. You know what, uh, uh, Rick? Uh, uh, and What's up? I also like, you know, you know the young, and there's a young and um, uh, um, Pi Pi. Pi Pi? Mm-mm. Uh, uh, Titus. Oh, <laughs> I Pi Pi. So I was talking to him yesterday, right? What's up? So we're having a chop up, a good chop up. So uh, him say, you know what, man? I've been in this thing since I was 13 years old, man. I'm 20 years old now, man. Now I have to see some growth, man. I'm mature enough, man. I'm like, yeah, what up? What's up? He's like, nah, man. Nah, man. I, I'm, I'm a seasoned vet in this thing right now. He was saying it from a good point, though. You feel me? So, um, uh, and then him say, uh, uh, what do you say? Oh, he say, yeah, you know, me and Sim, Sim always like talk, man. For two days, we were talking about this thing. You know, he say, um, Sim say, he says, Sim said, uh, there's foolish pride there's pride. You know, there's foolish pride and there's pride. He's like, man, I've been thinking about that thing, man. And it's funny enough that you came in here right now, man. I'm talking to you, man. I have this deja vu. I say, no, it's not a deja vu, man. It's reality. You know, it's hitting on you. You feel me? So, which is cool. And for everyone who's coming in, we're still waiting for uh, Kareem. Kareem is having his problems with this connection. I see some of the people are coming in, you know, uh, um, some of uh, uh, Karim's uh, uh, good peoples, you know, so don't be surprised when he show up and he's not coming through. He's still trying to connect on his network. So he can uh, hang on, you know, he'll be coming through. Um, so, but it was so interesting that the conversation that I had with him yesterday was so profound in many ways. And then he's like, you know what, man, I learned a lot from you guys, you know, from when I was reading, you know, and we'd be sitting laughing, thinking that this is a joke. But here I am. He's writing. He's writing all day. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. He's writing rhymes, poetry. Writing, writing letters. What is he writing? He's writing a book. Black man. Okay. Black man, we hear you now. Okay. My man, my man, and one good. Of, there we go. We good now, man. 
All right, all right. All is well, man. I told you, man, when you come over here, man, it's, it's all laid back, you feel me? You know, no question. It's all love, young king, man, you know. I was a bit, like, worried. I'm like, no, where is this man? I was a mm. one one. I'm yes, like, you know, <laughs> you know, sometimes the devil forces, man, they, they be around, but That's we gonna get through that's so true right. yeah but we in man so um once again ladies and gentlemen this is voices without boundaries and I, I i am your host black man with my ace rick brooklyn's on and today we have a good brother a brother who's driven by you know the 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 state it's here the brother who's driven by the the situations that um succumb each and every black young young king in the community and this brother is speaks well he he's so committed in what he's doing that's what he does and he's um you know when you say uh he's everywhere when you say everywhere you know he's he's simple like goes where there is trouble you will find him you know, he's one of those that you call good trouble, you know, and uh, he loves good trouble and he makes it work. And who is this brother? An employee and contractor for uh, Grow Up, Grow Out. Uh, he has been driven, he's driven and passionate to uplift humanity. His purpose inside his work is to elevate young people to a level of consciousness to have the opportunity to remove themselves from a trauma-based lifestyle which leads to unrest, misery and death. At Grow Up, Grow Out, he seeks to identify the oppression, cultivate the aggression, and redirect the violence. Not only is he working with Grow Up, Grow Out, but he's also a violence inter interrupter in Watch 7, in the Watch 7 area. And who's this brother? This is Karim. Karim was welcome to G7 Voices Without Boundaries, Black Man. Yes, indeed. Peace, young king. It's an honor. It's an honor, man. Thank Black Man for having me on. Already. You know what? Uh, it's uh it's it's definitely as a plus and necessary man so i i appreciate you you offering me the opportunity and value man my opinion you know me as it relates to this work and our people as a whole you already know black men and and we are going to have a a conversation and and it's 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 an open dialogue like i i, I say to you the other day that this is uh, uh your not your traditional you know podcast here mm -hmm. we we have you know no boundaries mind you know from a good place you know and of course we don't drop names and all that but we, we speak you know what i'm saying so yes. so uh let's talk about you know like today we're talking about the state of a black man in dc and 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 most will say why why dc why not state of black men everywhere in the world but this is where we are this is where you are. This is where you grew up. This is your, um, the neck of your wood. And um, you, you have seen, you have experienced, and you still see it even now. And then and the way you are working and where you work, you are always in the mix. And the mix, I'm talking about the mix where you have to uh, interrupt, intervene, redirect, um, uh, be that role model and be that voice and um, empower and enlighten. Let's talk about your work. What is your work 
in the community? Human development, man. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, um, you made it clear, black man. Um, like you say this, you say black man in D.C., but when we dealing with, it's a cultural thing. It's universal, and as he stated, not this in D.C. It's the state of our people right now. Um, you know, due to all the different elements that's been uh, placed upon over the years and years and years. Some we can physically bear witness to, some we can emotionally bear witness to, and some we can spiritually bear witness to, but we always had a certain connection mm -hmm. to the trauma things that have been put upon our people. And so now, I guess in the last 10 years, I noticed how the work, uh, the, the, the direction of the work um, has changed um, from more of a therapeutic standpoint and coming from more of a punishment you know because you know um when i came through as a juvenile and doing this work i noticed the difference and that's why i applaud it that's why i respect it and that's why i love to be a part of it um um when i came through the juvenile um the way that the system the way that our people uh dealt with uh certain elements of you know making mistakes getting charges it was this punishment. You wrong, you know, you go to jail, you get this, you did wrong. But now we get more into the psyche of it. We get more into the psychological and the trauma and emotional engine that's behind some of these unnatural actions that's coming from our people. Right. Uh, it's deeper, like they say, it's deeper than black and white, like little, little baby saying. It's, it's bigger than what, you know, we really look at it and we see, and we see all the, we see all our people, we see all these black people, and a lot of times we have become so sedated by the different things in society, the Instagram, the social media, the drugs, the music. We've been so sedated that, man, we really missing the big picture. We overlook the real blueprint, because whether we know it or not, it's a playbook set against us, man, as a people. Mm. And so that's how it, it that's how it ignites my, my, my patience towards understanding it because I only can live it through my feelings and experience of the people that's close to me and that's what, that's family, friends, and our community. So that's, so the same way where the drama came from, we got to get right there and get in the mix and try to remove some of it. Right. You say that overlook, you know, and most people, they overlook, we lost they overlook the state of what, um, they overlook the, the, the image of a black man and they overlook the, the trauma that is uh, already, you know, confined the, the black man. And uh, when I was talking with you the other day, we spoke about the trauma. And, um, Hold on, Dre. I think we lost him. Hold on, Marcel. He come back on now. I bet. My fault, black man. We have a little connect. I'm back. No, you're good. Yeah, so uh, you were saying, you were talking about the, um, over no. you were talking about looking, and then, and I was asking a question that, uh, so when you say overlook, you know, and I, it's, 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 it's so very evident that people overlook the state of a black man, the, the tribulations that a black man goes through, and we specifically talking about a black man because we, there's a lot of things that are happening, you know, 
in the country, but we're talking about DC in general. And I would like for you to speak in depth about some of the things that we tend to overlook that are, uh, have become uh, more of a focus area for you that you want to work on to help the, 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 the youngins and also the black men in, in DC. And yourself as a, as, a, as a black man, what are some of those things that you have uh, actually capitalized on to help? Well, you know, you know, every everyone inside of this work, um, for the most part, you know, has their different way on, different ways they attack, and different ways they angle to deal with our young people and addressing some of the issues. And me just keeping the mirror in front of me all the time when I'm thinking of the youngs and thinking of them feelings that they see. I have to remember everything I felt. I have to I have to remember them, and then I have to have. I have to I have to implement empathy in there and really look at it from uh, their angle. And so that gave me an angle to to address and try to cultivate. And so I say that as to say most of these people, most of our people, it's all pain. Mm. It's all pain. It's a deep level of pain that's, you know, you know, a lot of us don't even understand what we're feeling sometimes. You know, we don't have answers to our emotions. A lot of times it's not people around to help us with answers to our emotions. And then, you know, they say idle time is the workshop of the devil. Then it gives a lot of, when that unbalance is in place, it gives room for so much other things, you know what I mean, to be able to seep into our, our psyche, our conscious, to seep into our hearts. And that starts to create a different level of courage. And that's a lot of times, that's what we look at when we look at our young people, when we can sit right there, and we may have a child who's been charged with three murders, but they're a straight-A student. And so we're trying to find out, like, where the, where the connect? This kid's so intelligent. He's so bright. Why would he go make that mistake? We look at people, you know, in the NFL, and you say, like, he had millions. How did he go do that? Because the trauma, we are masters at pushing to the side, being strong enough to take pain and get to the next moment. But we haven't been healing, man. And so that's what I try. I try to get the young person to tap into that thing, that, that, that other stuff. I ain't talking about the conversation he can have with Nook Nook and his man and them on the block. I try to get him to tap into that conversation that he be having with himself, the feeling he be feeling when he by himself about mm -hmm. his mom, about his dad, about his everything. That stuff that brings about them anger and them actions. I, I try to tap into that. And a lot of times, because I know that's where it began, that that's where it began with me. And I know every other man, every other black man that's been dealing and coming through this trauma-based communities, our communities who set up and designed for what to smash us. Um, I know that's where the, the pain starts at. And so that's that's always my angle. The conversation like you having with yourself the stuff that you can't that you're not comfortable with saying to your friend. You know, I want to tap into that. And that's, you know, because I have to tap into that for, for self as well. So that's my angle, black man. Right. And uh, you spoke about the mirror. You know, we, 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 we all have mirrors in our houses. You know, you go to your house, there, some people have more than 10 mirrors. Yeah. Mirror never lies. So do you think that as black men, when we look ourselves in the mirror, we recognize ourselves as black men? Or do we have a different interpretation of who we are as men? And so, black man, when you when you when you say that, to what degree are you speaking as a whole as to 
the average black man that's walking around in our community? So uh, I would say as a black man, period. You okay. are so man. I, I, well, I'm going to use the word average, you know, just the, the average because it's not all. The average black man, for the most part, um, as it relates to putting that mirror in front of him, Mm-hmm. That's one of the toughest challenges, man, for a man. Why is that so? Because a lot of times when we have certain shame and we have certain guilts and things because we don't understand a lot of our actions, them areas right there are too sensitive. Like the emotional aspect of a man, them areas that men don't like to touch. Mm-hmm. And as a man, and you like you say, some people got, 10 mirrors in their house, but they never really looking at themselves. So a lot of times we could dress up the outside. Yeah. We can go get a haircut. We can go get our hair done. Uh, we could put uh, makeup on. We can go get our nails done. And a lot of that stuff, it didn't make it look good to the mirror that's reflection in the outside. What I'm talking about, that inner mirror, that mirror where you have to get inside and you have to be truthful with yourself. And so that's not easy to do if you never, if you haven't been taught, if you haven't been uh uh, uh, instructed how to tap into that. And then if you have to be aware enough. So it's steps to that. It's steps to being able to look at that mirror. You know what I'm saying? That's just like when you first go swimming. Before you really can swim, the first step is you're going to do what? Put your feet in the water. Right. You're going to put your feet in the water. And then after you put your feet in the water, you're going to get to the feet that you know that don't go over your head that you can stand up in it. Right. And then so, you know, but you, but you build in comfort zone within yourself as you do these things and then what you start doing you start going a little further deeper where you get to the level you can trade water a little bit right and then that's the you know then later then you can swim but then you can soar so when we talking about that mirror a lot of you know de- dealing with the pain and a lot of things that done came about man it's hard to put that mirror in there it's hard to put that mirror in there and say like you know what i'm a little insecure as a man mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, well, you know, it's, it's hard. You know, how many men that you can walk up to and can tell you that they're insecure? Right. They ain't going to look at that mirror. But we had them insecurities and they come out in so many ways. It come out mm-hmm. in our relationships. It come out in our dinners with our friends. It come out in our dinners with our family. Mm-hmm. So all these things, and as encouraged, a lot of times we have them, but if we don't have that mirror in us, if we haven't been taught and cultivated to put that mirror, we ain't going to see that. We're not going to recognize that, and we definitely ain't going to understand it, especially, you know, alpha male. I mean, alpha males, you could come up to, you know, everybody, especially we from D.C., you know, the pride is big up here. You know, man, everybody the man, everybody's special. So how many guys you really met that you can walk up to and tell, you know what, man, I'm a little insecure, man. Right. But that's the, that's the first step. That's the mirror. That's the first step to looking at it. But, but even behind that, it's a reason that insecurity comes to now. When you get to that part, you won't feel as bad as being insecure because you understand that I'm insecure because nobody built me up in that area. Nobody, nobody, I, I ain't had enough hugs and, and been loved enough to know that I'm handsome, you know, to know that I'm great, you know what I'm saying? To know that I'm special, to know that I come from rich. Yeah, we here, but to cultivate it, that means to really get in inside of there. But we've been raised in a lot of misinformation. Even our own people have been raising us with misinformation. That's that's so powerful that you say that misinformation. And the last time I, I mentioned something, Tariq, when I say uh, Denzel Washington did say that if you if you don't read the newspaper, 
you 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 miss the information if you read the newspaper you are misinformed yes now here we are you bring the the word misinformation because that mirror that you're talking about we are all built we are all born with that mirror where we can look inside ourselves and reflect and think and and that emotion uh, arises because of us reflecting from inside but as we grow up do you think that because of the environmental structures and the things that come around us as we grow up it overwhelms us to even look into ourselves and reflect because now we're constantly looking at what is happening outside and we don't look at ourselves and then the insecurities kick in even though you know that you are insecure like you say speaking for DC that every dude is an alpha male and everyone uh, doesn't want to uh, look like they're just following and it's okay to have someone that you look up to uh, and then it takes away that integrity of people or self-integrity to even admit that you don't know something you you reach out to the next man and say hey can you help me I don't know this or I'm I'm, uh, I'm shy or uh, uh, I have uh, I don't have any strength to do one two and three but because of that whole stigma that comes with that you gotta be a strong you know uh, alpha dude in the street you know present that image it's a facade so my question is do you think that the environment also perpetuates that mindset for do you uh, think that way a hundred percent i agree black man i agree a hundred percent um and and, and it's it's a key thing you said because that mirror, I, that mirror is not just a mirror that we can reflect on others because we got to realize why, is, why are we here? Mm. We supposed to be the mirror for each other. We vessels for one another. See, we've been ruled, well, of course, you know, black man, we've been removed from our natural state. Okay. See, we can't never forget that. Right. You got, we can't never forget that, that we're, that we're, that we're made, we're, we're, we're made, we live in in a hostile state because you got to believe we didn't get over here because we came to Thanksgiving like they saved the pilgrims and we liked the meal. Right. And we just said, you know what, we're going to stay. You got to realize that we, the, 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 the spirit around this country, our people, yeah. is already pushing against us. But, and so what I'm saying is that the division that's been taken away from us we're unable to be vessels for one another. Mm. We're unable to be mirrors because the mirror, not just that, the mirror, my brother man is my mirror as well too. You know, we are tribal people. You know, we move off of energy. We spiritual. You know what I mean? That's who we naturally are. That's why we get hurt so much because our hearts naturally is a forgiving and loving heart. Mm -hmm. But dealing with the things that we're aroused in our community, we have been forced to make the heart feel the same way. We are support. We have been forced to make the heart don't feel or make us tell ourselves we don't care. You know, you hear people, I don't care. But when the person say that, they're yeah. trying to convince themselves that they don't care. You feel what I'm saying? So, because you have to do that. You hear the young, you know, we didn't young, I don't give a fuck. No, if you don't give a fuck, you don't have to say that. You did what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. can just not care, but we know that's not true. Then we're trying to convince the mind, the heart, and emotion that we don't give a fuck. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, that's why you hear it repeated all the time. You know, you hear it said all the time. And so, like, you know, the, the, the fact that 
our unity been broke. We, it's hard for us to be vessels. It's hard for us to um, accept information from others. It's hard for us to love. It's hard for us to receive love. And when you got that, when you got all them things which were set out for us to be this way, you know, when they start putting one slave in the house and leaving the rest, all this stuff when Willie Nets came, all these things was designed to have it like it is. But of course, we're spiritual people, we relentless. You know, we resisting. So man, you know, it's always that's why we're here. That's why we fighting to try to get past and push past some of the things. But first, like you say, by man, we have to identify them first. And that's all that's one of the biggest, biggest biggest challenges of them all and they say in any drug program they say you know you have to you have to admit it and accept it before you can start to work on it mm -hmm. and in this state when you got all the money around you got drugs you got all these things that's subduing us as you know that's subdating us as a people as a whole it's hard to really listen and pay attention or really connect with that that we really need and so that's 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 what i try to bring in my actions right i try to bring that Cause I need that for me, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, you, you say uh, the vessel, the vessel becomes now, cause this vessel is gonna exist until we go six feet under. For as long as we are walking on this face of earth, we will yeah. continue to be that vessel. Now that that vessel, uh, we have been forced to think and act and do things, you know, the way how I mean, pretty much being programmed. To, to to think and behave yes and way do you think that we still have the time to change and reverse the mindset so we can refill the vessel with information that we have identified ourselves we are where we are and we know what's happening probably we have always been knowing what's happening but because of the insecurities and we have less of the army that can go out to war and, and face you know this uh this enemy you know and i'm saying from a from a positive point of view where we have a, a massive you know uh, uh uh community that comes in one to create and establish that uh, uh empire of knowledge so my question is do you think that where we are considering the state of uh where uh, Washington DC is not only in DC but everywhere where there's black men do you think that we have time to change the mindset so we huh. to change the narrative that's part of our purpose man you know we we have to yeah of course we got time man and, and, and it's not going to happen overnight but when you got brothers like yourself and many other brothers who putting the footwork in who's saying who's who's setting the foundation who's that know they look brother I don't care how many times, man, you you know, you feel like your life ain't worth nothing. How many times, man, you you know, you feel like, man, you ain't worth nothing. We're going to continue to be that example. We're going to continue to have that arm and that hand to pull you. And that you know, like, no, black man, we right here. And we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep pushing. And we're going to keep punching because it's, 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 part of, it's part of our work, man. You know, it's, it's, we, it's needed. It's necessary. And we come a long way. And this alone, and we have a, a long road, a journey ahead of us. But there's so many men that I watch go make this transition, but they make this transition after suffering so much trauma. Mm. You know what I mean? It's so much pain 
before we can start to get to that core because you get so broken. You say, what else is left? What else is left? Like, and so, you know, you got men that go to work every day, got families, pay bills, go to work every day, clock in, clock out, but they dead inside. Mm. So you speak, we speak about the black man that's in the neighborhoods. We speak about the black man that's committed crime, but what about the black man who's empty inside that work every day, that has a family, but has no purpose, that's not self-driven, that has that have no direction. He just programmed inside it. He was intelligent enough to fit inside, as they called it, the rat race. Mm. But, so, but that man, that man that come home that's empty, that has nothing to give to his children, that have nothing to give, you know, at all, that man. So, you know, what's what's up? That man right there, that's emptiness. That's the same emptiness. He just not able, hands not coming out in the neighborhood. Hands might not coming out in drug selling or killing, but it's coming out in a different other form. So, you know what I mean? So, you know, so it's it's so it's so many dynamics because I don't just look at the one who we say the problem. I'm looking at the ones that's not even helping with the problem as well because there's some issues with them ones too, right? Yeah. I'm talking about as a whole, the black man. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And and you 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 touched on on trauma. We're gonna get on that, but before we go forward, and I'd like to welcome everyone who's joining us. This is Voices Without Boundaries. We're joined by uh, brother Karim Watt. He's uh, a good brother that we have uh, grown to know. Myself and Tariq, you know, he works with Grow Up, Grow Out, and he's also a a, a violence interrupter in White Seven. And of course, he has also other, other, uh, uh, other disciplines that he he's involved in uh, in terms of uh, you know bringing about that peace in the community. And you work with you, with some of the OGs that have been in the game in DC for a long time, but identifying what is a black man and what is a black man that is growing up to change the community and yourself you know where you are you are changing the mindset you are helping to change the the, the perception of what a, 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 a black man is in dc uh, there's a question that i'm going to ask you but before i do that you know anyone who's in please feel free to chime in if you want to chime in or if you want to leave a comment please feel free the chat line is open uh tariq what's up john yeah, let's talk, black man. What's up, man? I'm I'm listening to my brother Kareem, and I'm I'm enjoying his his, his dialogue, enjoying both of you guys. Um, I I know you out there in the field, and you, they say you're a violence interrupter. What does that look like on a day to day basis? It, it, what it look like? It look like missing. It look like confusion. It look like uh. It looked like a lack of knowledge. It looked like a lack of awareness. It looked like fear. It looked like um, it looked like it looked like recklessness. It it looked like driving a car at 150 miles per hour with no seatbelts on. It looked dangerous. Right. And so, you know, I know you know I understand the nature of it because I you know any level of it I've, I've i've been a part of it personally so when i look at the man I, I i look at me right and, and and so the same way you know like um 
and that's what give us our, our our passion to push forward. Because a lot, you know, you know, I have have I've sat in circles, I've sat in a group, and one of the circles that stands out to me when you say what it looked like, I had a group of about uh, it was about ten kids, and I'm in a group, and we now new beginners, right? And that's the the facility, one of the facilities that you know house our youth, uh, DYF, right? And I had a group, and uh, we was talking about, you know, reckless to reckless actions, which, you know, every day, that's what it looked like in community to get back to what you're saying, brother. But when I asked them, one of the things that, that kept me, uh, that really stood out to me, I'm in there with 10, with 10 youth, and none of them never wore a condom before. Mm. Mm. You hear, so we do you, hear that. <laughs> so, 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 so when you ask me what that looked like, Right. That's what that looked like. That's what that looked like. None of them never wore a condom. And you saying like, how is it 10 brothers right here and they never put a condom on? But you know why they never put a condom on? Because they never been instructed to put a condom on. Mm. They never been taught. They never been informed the importance of a condom. Because mm. what? This not the AIDS era right here, right? It's a whole never beast they got us wrestling, right? So in the right. age girl, when I come up, you know, comes all this, the age that all that was perpetuated all over the TV, everywhere. But now in the 2020, 2021, we got people walking around that never used a condom before. Crazy. Don't even buy, and I'm just using a condom as a small, so this is just a condom. So how much other things and elements in life that's necessary to know and that's needed that our young people some of them young people that I had, they never had a conversation with a man before. Hmm. No, you know, that's a treatment. Like, they never had a conversation with a man. So then when they come in these situations and they meet black men and they meet me and they get some resistance because this is foreign to them. Yeah. So yeah. I understand, you know what I mean? So when you say what it looked like, it looked like the lack of knowledge. It looked like recklessness. So that's where my job is to come and try to tighten up some of them barriers if I can. You know what I mean? That's yeah. kind of try to give a and not just that. One of the one of my I guess one of my strong points and one of my advantages to this work is because them same people actually seen me live a certain way. Mm -hmm. So it ain't like they sound like a ring over there, ring fake and woo-woo woo. They know to the degree that ring was committed to that foolishness, to that to that two 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 feet in that pain and feeding that drum what I got so comfortable with. Mm -hmm. You know, cause you know we creatures a habit. You know how many guys, how many men, black men, that do all them years in jail and they bring their jail to their homes out here? They still living like prison. Mm -hmm. Like certain you you know it's like that's an issue. Like we don't know how, you know, and even me, we don't know how to de de differentiate from dinner with a man in prison and dinner with our woman or dinner with our sister or our mother. Right. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So they, a lot of these things that we say, even for the, you know, not just the younger, even the older ones, you know, that's coming through like in the community. I'm just speaking as a whole when I speak. So you might, I might go from top to bottom, you know, from the younger, then I might go back up to even us. So I see recklessness. I see fear. I, I see the lack of understanding. But what I also do see, I see a lack of men really reaching out and don't know how to. Mm. You see, when I see a guy, when I know when I see a guy shoot a guy and then go drink a rack of carb syrup and put a rack of Percocets in him 
and snort a rock of dope, I know that that man crying out. Yeah, he's trying to get away. But when the judge look at him, the judge gonna say, he a menace to society, right. and we gonna put his ass away forever because that's the goal. But we ain't putting him away. You know, we still feeding this energy, this naked beast. But when that military man go over there and you tell him that them peoples are terrorists and he killed a family of kids and all that, you're going to give him a hop. And you're going to tell him, I know that I did something to your site, so I don't want you to work anymore. I'm going to cut you a check and you're going to be a hero. But we're going to call, we're going to, we, 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 we're going to, we're going to call my, we're going to call the guy that did, got the same trauma in his mind to believe what he believed and commit the same action. We're going to call him, what we call him? We call him a menace to society. Right, mm -hmm. he's not fit to live. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? We, you know, you see how it's a difference. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a sure. big difference. So, so to to combat that, right? Not just that. You said some earlier that was that to me is is was is vital. Um, you mentioned tort. You mentioned uh, insecurity, right? And and, and mm -hmm. um, you, you also mentioned idle mind is the devil's workshop. I think that was verbatim that you stated, right? Yes. What elements do you think our youth will need in regards to combat these these strongholds on us that continue to allow us to flourish in a negative manner? The youth themselves. Like what 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 happened with you personally possibly that automatically started to change you and you start to see the process. We know it's gonna take time, right? We know it's, it doesn't happen overnight, right? But what are the key elements that you think that needs to be taught to the youth? So therefore that trans at least it can start. The key in the engine now. You turn it on, right? Then we start put the, put, the, put our foot on the gas, start moving, and eventually get to that destination. What elements do you think, Corrine, being that you've lived it, you're still in it, pretty much, but coming from a different aspect, right? More positive light. You now, now, now you a beacon, right? Compared to being a shadow. Of darkness. Mm -hmm. Now you become a beacon, and you are yes. light. You move in that particular way. So, what elements that 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 come to you, that came to you, that change your your thought process and your way of living, I, that you think that I could think possibly the love, help the kids? I think the love that's been around me that I overlooked and blocked. I think once I my heart, once I started to open my heart to certain things, um, I start. Well, let me keep it simple all the way. I, I, I had some things, some things took place that made me want to do better and want to be better. And for me, you know, I, I, I have four children. And uh, unfortunately, the, my, my oldest two children, I was unable to, you know, really play a part in their life. Um, my son was a, 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 a baby, a basic infant when I went to prison. And then my daughter later was born, I was already incarcerated. So I, you know, and, and then coming out and having twins since I've been out and this, it gave me another purpose. It gave, I, you know, and I always wanted it just like most men, but it, you know, it, it has to have something, you know, to draw you, you know what I mean? It has to have something to pull you to make you want to push because you can't, you can't, it's not gonna happen if you don't want it as well, you feel me? And we know, like some of us, we get locked so dark inside that we feel like we don't want it. But when we got things 
that can pull us, that can cultivate us, that make us want to do better and see things, whatever that may be. And for each individual, it could be something different. But the will has to come from within. And so as you say, what is needed for the young people, I say we got to keep loving on them and we have to keep being that example. You know, it's different. We have to be, and we need more soldiers. We need, we need, when they let, when they let Ray Ray out, and you know, we need Ray Ray. We need Ray Ray to be that beacon. You know what I mean? We need more than because them same way they look, we, you know, we all that come through the street, we all looked up to somebody and wanted to even be them or be better than them. It was different figures all around in every community. But the same way, you know, we drew into, because it just, it's, you know, we drew into that, we have to be them same guys. Them same men, them same guys. So as we cultivate, we have to we have to extend that, man. And if some of us, you know, we not as strong to uh, articulate or have the patience to deal with the youth. But I'm calling on the men, man. The same men, you know, that attracted others, man, with certain accents. The same way they was attracted. Doing this work, man, we have to be attracted. We have to pull them in, man. It's gonna take, you know, still shopping, still. When you in that right. penitentiary, you shopping that knife up. Rose up. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully he will come back. Uh, and uh, once again, this is G7 Voices Without Boundaries. We are uh, talking to Karim Watt. Uh, hopefully he will uh, be able to log in again, talking about the state of a black man in Washington, D.C. And um, as most might also want to um, ask why only D.C.? Because uh, this is where we are and this is where he is. You no, know I'm saying when you are when you come around, it's like that little rubber. I just push behind that rubber to the left of the. I got him. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but it's all good. Yeah, and once again, anyone who's listening, if you want to chime in, uh, and um, you are more than welcome. So we can hear your 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 views and your tech about the state of a black man in D.C. Do you think that the black man in D.C. is an, an endangered species, or? Uh, we are on the verge where we are growing up as a community to be one and to realize the strength that we have in numbers to do the positive thing to change the communities that we live in. And what needs to happen? What, what are the initiatives? And who needs to be uh, in the front? And who needs to, who needs to drive that bus? And, uh, and, and of course, you, you cannot have uh, uh, everyone be the driver. But you can have some people who will be the driver and one will be the engineer, someone will be doing one something. And then the, the more the more you identify those qualities in people, then you have now a community that you uh, is uh, built on every structure in every level and um, you know who to run to when you need something. You know who to talk to when there is a, a problem. And uh, uh, but right now, with all the discord that is happening in the communities, and there is now a rage of uh, a gun violence that is uh, influxing in D.C., and how do we then uh, uh, tackle that situation? And 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 it's just one of those it's just one of those unfortunate situations where now you see youngins. At the age of uh, at the age of less than fifteen years old, they already been tell you like what guns they they play with and how to use them guns, and because right. uh, it's glorified, and again it's that misinformation. So the information that they are getting, like Karim was saying earlier, that 
You have youngins who are 16, 17, they've never used a condom in their life. We're talking about just the, the sex life, you know, how to protect yourself, how to take care of yourself, the hygiene itself, you know, they don't know any of that. So you now reboot the mindset, but you're rebooting it from a, from a stance of nothing because it was never uh, uh, brought to their attention that, oh, uh, I have to uh, have uh, protected sex for me to avoid having to have you know, a baby here, uh, get sick or whatever may be. So, and then it becomes a, it's a concern at the same time. Because that's just uh, uh, one element. So there's other elements within the community, in the environment, that then they are subjected to, that they probably don't even have a know-how or they have information about. Uh, they just see it in passing because for them it's just like passing a, uh, 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 you know, a lamppost, you know, because it's been there, it's been put there. I ask you, what is that? It's a lamppost. It comes up at night when it goes dark. So that's just an, an object. So how then do you then bring awareness to those individuals so that when they grow up, that vessel that Karim was talking about is filled up with jewels and, uh, and tools that they can use as they go along in life? You know, they, they say you can't teach an old dog tricks, you know, and uh, the only thing you teach the dog is like, go out, come in, come, come in. But then as for the rest, the dog will look at you like you're crazy, you know. So, um, so it's a concern as far as where is the, where are we failing the black man or who is failing black men because at the end of the day i do think that as a community we have to also take accountability of the things that we are not doing you know to empower the the young black men that we uh, is around us because once they grow up then they are literally lost and then it's easy for us to point the finger and say oh why are you doing this no they know what they're doing yes they know what they are doing but they don't know what the outcome of it is some of them, they probably exposed to the consequence of what is happening. So, you know, they say it's kind of like the cash 22. I used to say cash 22, and now it's a cash 24. The number keeps going up. Because who are we? The blame thing, now we're playing the, the blame game, you know. And uh, it's easy to, to, to do so, to blame and say, oh, this young and he knows what he's doing. He shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have, he should have, uh, been at this particular place instead of being here but has it been told to that particular individual that don't do one two and three now maybe in passing not in a in a place where you sit down and chop it up with them you feel me so my question was i'm not out but i had a, uh, i was talking to everyone here that so we have a concern who are we then to put all this burden on as far as uh, taking accountability? Because youngins, when they're growing up to become men and they grow up without any of that knowledge, and then it's a problem because it's easy for us to say, to blame them. Like they say, if you know better, you do better. So for them, they don't. So all they know is 
but they've not experienced you know what they what they are seeing and um, so do you think that is all of this it has to do with the community and but then if it's in the community who in particular in the community do we have to uh, go to to address this concern it's our job now it, it, it's, 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 it's each one of us it's each one of us in the community um and even for those because you as you know black man you got some that do this work and this work not just for the young people, it's for us too. Right. It's for us too. So, you know, um, we had some kids in the community, right? I'm gonna give you an example, right? We had some kids in the community, um, you know, these kids, you know, most of them without fathers, most of them without anybody positive really in their life, any strong male figure. So most of these guys, most of these kids is grown is is growing up in the community and this and, and as you know it's not a hoax. It's one of the first things you can assure ninety percent or a ninety-five percent, they're gonna you're gonna become a product of your environment. The things that you see the most, the things you see more regular, things that you come and come with more regular. I remember as a child laying in my bed, shared with my nephew, saying to myself, we were so poor and it was so rough and when i look out the window and i see them cars and them, them z hundred three x's and all that stuff parked in my eye i used to look out there at all them guys and i used to say to myself man i'm gonna get more money than all them i'm gonna be able to get rich and i'm gonna hey i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that for my family right this was my thoughts because you know this 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 this, this was my thought and i know for each but like I said early on, man, you know, we have to, you know, we have to do better, all of us. That's why, you know, I challenge my buddies, I challenge my men, and most people that become conscious, that live their life or come through their struggle, when you line yourself right, you want to do this. It feels good to assist someone. You know what I mean? It feels good to want to elevate the young people. So we have to do it. The same way I used to can make the whole neighborhood move behind me when we was doing other things. Man, I'm using that same energy to make a move behind me while I'm doing something different. That's the road I took upon. You see what I'm saying? And I know, and I don't point no fingers, and I try to show, and even when I'm around my other peers and people that do this work, I try to show them, like, you look and say, no, we ain't good with the youngest. Nah, we ain't just good with the youngest. We ain't putting work and we ain't understanding youngest, and it's more than understanding. They feel the genuineness, man. You know, they know, they see, they see, me put myself in dangerous situations, not like life thing, but in dangerous situations for the greater good. So even though it might not look like something right then and there, alone in line, it's processing. Man, to be so, so I'm gonna get back to the kids. I had these kids in the community, they, the community didn't like them, they breaking in all people's cars. Every time I come out, somebody tell me, them youngest, they done broken my car and they just reckless. And so I'm saying like, God, I know what it is. They have, they don't have nothing to do. They got too much time. You know, they don't have nobody, you know, and everybody on them youngest, them youngest. But them youngest are human. That's them somebody's son. Them lost black men. So before we shun them, why we won't put a hug around them and hug them and try to say, you know I me, mean, at least put an effort. So I, I that's what I did. We had we needed an event to go and I got all them same youngest. They was on the news. They were still in cars and all that. I took them same youngins and I had them washing cars for free. Mm. 
But of course it wasn't for free. They got many donations where they walked away as a whole. They had to break down five or six hundred dollars for people donate. But it felt I seen see bigger than that. Everybody looked at what was going on, but I looked at what was behind that. For the first time in a long time, they got applauded for something they did that was good. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? So they would show you. So all I was trying to do to get them to rewrite, you dig what I'm saying, for people can see them other than how they were seeing them. Yeah, you see them as little nook-nook that break in my car, but little nook-nook just washed your car for free. You know why? Because the way it was delivered and asked and let more be you important, can I get some help from right. you? Right. He was since the way you delivered it. So now, now, so we did it about four or five times, and every time we did it, I'm, I'm talking with them youngers saying they just going to bed at 8 and 9 o'clock in the morning. And I'm, I'm at their door at 10 o'clock saying, y'all know what we got to do today. Right. And they lay it all across the floor. But I ain't talking to them from a the phone. I'm in the living room with them. I'm telling their mom, let me get him, man. Let's get him up. Let me come on. You see what I'm saying? So it's a level of, it's, it, you know, it, it's a level of genius. It's a level of effort. And all in all, they like earning the money. They did some good, and the people said, y'all did a good job, and they loved it. They put on the shirt, the little t-shirts I had for them, and, man, they did it, man. But these the same kids <laughs> that was on the news, vandalizing all that, but guess what? Because they had nothing else to do. Ain't nobody never pulled them and tried to get, but we can judge them, though. We'll see them do something, and we'll make adjustments so fast, but we never even had a conversation with that kid. We said, I don't like his little ass. He bad as shit. But won't you talk to him and see that sometimes he only see his mother one time a week and he don't know it's three dudes in the neighborhood that they saying his father. So what he walking with and dinner with every day? How he can have all them thoughts right there and then go to school and act like when you put that paper in front of him, he got enough mental stamina to deal with that. See, we ain't looking at that. We go look at what we are easy answer, like that movie all day and the night. I showed that to some youth. This is a great movie. And you know what he said at the beginning of the movie? That he had killed the guy, the mother, the family in the courtroom. They saying, why? Give me an answer. And you know what he said in itself? He's saying they're nervous. He's saying they want an easy answer, but they don't want the truth. Oh, man. You want an easy answer, but you don't want the truth. The truth hurts sometimes. Oh. Even, when that's, even when that's when we've been, when we've been, uh, when, I'm not going to say bad when we already haven't been the parent that we're supposed to be to our child. But we can say, oh, he this and he that, or she this and he that. And we really have failed them ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. So I'm, I'm, I'm right there. I'm on some mental <laughs> and emotional cultivating. Because I know if I could attack some of that pain, the stuff when you frown it, if I can implement something like that and make you smile or just take the frown away, then there's some room for something else to get in there. Because when the heart hard, it's hard to receive. Right, right. When you mad and you angry and somebody come and try to talk, you ever hear, you you know black man, you see them young, I don't get that. But you make it come back two hours later and now he can hear some of the things. So just imagine the men that's walking around and they hearts is hardened, man. Mm. They don't have no answers. So I'm here to help get some answers for you, for me, for our people. That's what it's about, man. That's the work. That's the angle. And that's why I'm here. Good stuff. You know, you 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 you, you touched a, a lot of things that I'm gonna try and um, and um, kind of get back to. <coughs> no, I bless you. Uh, you know, the, the one thing is uh, the the judge. How we judge? We judge people based on what we see. Yeah. 
but I don't know what is going on in your mind. Yes. Know what happened 30 seconds before I saw you or yes. to you, what yes. you and yes. and society has fallen into that place where we so easy to, to want people to fit in into what we 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 want whether the person just lost somebody or the person sleeping in the gutter for the past like five years and they're trying to find something to eat we don't know what their situation is yes of course what is making them do what they do and then talking about the the, the pain the pain that comes with that once you know that someone is judging you and then that person goes on a defense mode like okay so you're judging me i'm gonna give you my my ass to kiss because this is yes as well yes. anyway because i ain't got nothing to lose because i'm already yes. uh bummed up anyway so guess what yes. i'm gonna give you a right you feel me and then once they give you that and then you th you say oh he got attitude, you know, and like, you know, and he's the one on the begging side. And that person sometimes like, you know what, I'm not really begging, but it's the circumstances that have put me here. And um, so it goes a long way, but then there is that skeleton that is inside that needs to be filled up with muscles, with tendons, veins, with blood. Yes, yes. So how do we feel all of that? Unless we talk to that person, like you say, Delivery is important. How we deliver uh, 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 ourselves and how we expose someone to something new is different. You know, all it takes is a buy-in. Like you said, you took the youngest to go to do the car wash and they, you didn't pay them anything, but you already knew that you was going to get them something. They didn't know. And then right. second time through, third time through, now they're taking money home. But they've already bought in because they know what you have invested in them. Yes, and uh, but it's it's not always the case with everyone, you know. We always look at people, you know, and and of course, I mean, there's people who capitalize on, uh, 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 uh what do you call it? You know, you know, uh, um, you know, busking out, you know, wanting to get money, you know, and uh, but there's people who are really in that situations, and we see that a lot when it comes to where it turns into violence. Where now I'm gonna use, you know, crime as a way for me to make what my living and then but that doesn't help the situation it goes back to what you were saying where someone is selling crack you know and then they go to jail for like you know a hundred years but you get somebody going and enlisting the military and going and shoot people in iraq you know and shoot more than five a thousand people you come home you're a hero so where's the where's the the level there of balance you know what i'm saying so but as a black man how then do you empower yourself even if you know that you are going through a lot of things the question comes my question is is it because we are afraid of who we are and what we are capable of as black men that's 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 definitely a portion that's definitely a portion you know a lot of you know um a lot of us fear change because we're not familiar with what it would look like within us mm -hmm. you know um you know you know we fear what we don't know and a lot of times that's why so many goals are not met that's so many brilliant so much talent that we have as other people and we still wind up never reaching our true purpose and goals and things that we really want within because the fear of not attacking them 
And with these young people, and a lot of times you hear a young person tell you, um, like I said before, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. But when you build, when you allow that trauma, when it build up in you, that's what you tell yourself. That's, the, that's what you need to feed that beast. You need to psychologically have yourself at a certain tempo to do these things. And then, and that can come. You can say you you can it's easy for you not to care for another one's life if you feel like nobody never cared for yours. You feel me? Cause I'm mm -hmm. thinking about to when my sister was murdered and I was 12. And at that point, I made a vow to myself with that pain, that lack of understanding. I told myself at 12 years old that I wouldn't have mercy on no other body's soul because what happened to my sister. That's how I channeled that. And that's when I became a different person. I signed on to something else with me. My family don't know this. They didn't know this how I'm feeling. Nobody talked to me. Nobody understand because guess what? They don't even know. We all trying to make it and understand this thing. Mm -hmm. But nobody able to pull me and say that. But So now I signed on. I'm so hurt that my sister was taken away from me that what? I want to hurt someone else. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to care about it. And mm -hmm. so when I look at these young men, I know the same feeling is in these little young men as well. And I know it because I can see it. I can feel it. You see what I'm saying? I know. So I know once you start telling yourself you don't care and that anger becomes like that, you continue to feed it. And so that's what we get. And so a lot of times we don't have the patience to understand that young person because once he took life, he's a monster now. Yep. We look like he ain't fit. But that little pretty little baby that came out, that little innocent little baby that came out that had no direction in life that needed someone to feed them, needed someone to code them, needed someone to teach them how to talk, needed someone to teach them how to walk. That same person had done developed some accidents and pain that then came mostly from the people that supposed to care about them the most. And, and, and that very same community, it actually is the same breathing space that breeds those type of individuals. Yes, no question. That's why you can see a guy and you can, he can, you know, and he may have did different things in his life, but he could get to a different space at times and you could come and be such a beautiful person. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Such a you like, what, this guy? You know, this is a beautiful guy. The same way we talking, we had a conversation. Man, you done with started justice years ago of, of, of HD with a child. Mm -hmm. And now, and today, you know, we're working together. But I'm the same guy that I remember how my community looked at me. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's why even when I done had conversations with the young and he still go break the window, steal another car, I still don't cuss him out. I got to get him and put him again. And I got to pull some more. I got to pull some more juice in the cup, man. Yeah. And he might, you know, he might not drink all of it, but I'm saying I got to keep putting in there because I'm saying, and, and you know, until we get a break, we can't, and I see, you know, we get impatient, especially on the inside. You know, I see people deal with the young people, and it just that's me know. You know, I used to get mad like, man, they're not good to be around the younger, but it just that's me know that the work them the same people that's coming in there with they baggages. They same humans, man. They got some issues that they ain't addressed, and even some of them young men remind them of somebody that might not be so pleasant to them. So I know the psyche of this thing that goes a long way, black man. You know that. Absolutely. You know how that thing go, black man. 
and one of your and one of your and one of your attributes, black man, and seeing you do this work and been around you, one of the things that you asked me, what do we do? It's what you've been doing, black man. I never seen you upset. Not many that you never been upset. You always demonstrate a certain level of humbleness because you have disciplined yourself. That's because you have control and you're conscious enough to know that you're going to get some pushback. You're going to get some resistance. And you're going inside of shocks then. Yes. But you have to maintain enough level for you. And I'm saying I've watched you work in different. I've never seen your character differentiate from what you've been given. But we, but that's the level of conscious that you are. But we got people that's doing this work that can't deliver like that to our young people. Most and sometimes some situations make situations worse. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I mean, <laughs> and Tariq, I mean, you, you, what, what, what uh, Karim just said, you know, we can attest to that, you know, that there's other people, even outside, who actually put more fire to the fire that is already burning. Oh, man. And you try to, like, you know, pull them out, they burn you. He's like, okay, you know what? Let everybody burn up, you feel me? You know, a youngin told me yesterday, he said, uh, there's humble. You can be humble, you know, 357 days, 352 uh, two days, right? Uh, 54 days, rather. And then he said, uh, but there's going to be that one day when somebody's going to really, really, really find, you know, your softest spot. And that humbleness goes away. But you are still humble. But how are you going to present it? You know, and he said there's people who get mad and they get angry and they get aggressive, but they're still humble. And I was like, how does that look like? He was like, I can't explain. But, you know, sometimes we take that word humble for granted. You know, what does that word humble mean? And I'm saying this to say with what you're saying, what you all are doing. And then uh, and, and Tariq and myself, we can attest because we see you guys walking, coming in outside. And like I said to you, uh, Karim coming to this podcast today uh it's not about you having been in the system or was it's about what you're doing outside yes this is what we see this is what we know because our yeah. your past okay, here and tell us everything about what happened but right now we're talking about the current what right. you're doing to change the young and who is in front of you whom you don't want to go that route and uh you humble yourself with how you carry yourself and how you communicate and 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 this is who you are you know and people of course some people gravitate towards you best on what you do and some people gravitate towards you best on how you you approach challenges and which leads how do you work with people in what segment because that's uh, one area that you work with where there is a lot of violence as well what is the reception that you get over there well, um, my, 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 who I am is what I come from and it's, 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 it's always my anger is what gives me, um, um, my introduction to give me most dudes that come through youngins, they, they even know of me of some form or, you know, or some, so, um, the fact that I understand. I think, you know what I mean? The fact that I understand, and not just understanding it to understand it, but really understand it. When I could see a kid in the morning in YSC, and he's laughing and he's smiling, 
but I know he went to court the next the day before. I know what his charge is, but I seen him have different levels of smile because I'm looking for it because I've been that guy before and I could look at him and I could come and whisper in his ear, man, you're going to be good, boy. You all right. Just hold tight. And he can look at me with that other smile, just that one feeling and that little feeling of reassurance. He got a smile on his face, but when he look at me, it's another smile like, damn, how you know when I'm feeling for it? I'm out here, but we ain't just touching it feel good. Then I rub him on his body, good, man. And that moment right there could just be a moment for another moment to teach. You see what I'm saying? So there's a, even when I'm in a community, any community that I haven't hung in, I've been one of them guys in the front of the action. And so I'm an action guy. You know, I'm a be I'm an action guy. I've been in front of the action. And so anyway, from any way that I my angle. My attraction to most of them people is the fact that I've been the action guy. I know that's, that's my attraction, but I take it and I use it to good because even though I've been the action guy, deep down, I moved a certain way because I always wanted differently. And so now that I'm doing this work and I'm inside this work, I've got that same attraction because even though some of the guys, they looking and there ain't nothing great going on, but I want to be able to look, and I done heard it to be able to look and say, man, I wouldn't mind doing that right there, what he doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, can assume you can, I can assume you can have good credit. You can go drive any kind of car you want. You can say, you know, you this stuff you can do. You know, you don't have to go jump through nobody's window to do it. And even though sometimes we might not want to do that, but when we become, we create as a habit. When we become good at something, that we think we become good at something, it's hard to break away from bad habits, man. When the, when the dude come home from the military, he posted, he's a good guy. But some of the things he's been doing in the military, he can't get away from. He's still going to roll his socks up real small. He's going to still roll his underwear. There's certain things that ain't going to leave him. And you didn't want to say that's going to be there. You know what I'm saying? And so, because we create as a habit. So it take a while, you know what I mean, to break. But, we, you know, I got to continue to be that light. I got to continue to pull these guys. You know, I heard a guy tell me day before yesterday, this is a guy, you know, um, um, I see so much in myself in this little dude that's in my community. But this is a guy that I know the average person not going to go have a conversation with on no kind of level towards nothing good. But you know what he sat in my car and told me? Mm. He said, when I make it, right, because they in the rap game, right? He said, when I make it, I'm going to do this right here. I'm saying, he said, yeah, I'm going to, you know, yeah, yeah I'm saying, because I got to stop finding what I'm going to do when I make it, like, and just to hear that, and if you knew who I was speaking about, if you knew this particular individual, you, you wouldn't imagine, but I know, right? And for me, that gives me that much more push to say, like, guess what, man? I'm, you know what I mean? Man, you inside your purpose, man. You did what I'm saying? Yeah. You inside yeah. your purpose. So, you know what I mean? To hear that, that's what we see the work, and that's what gives us our reassurance, because we all need a hug, man. You know that. We no. all need to be reassured. You know what I mean? That's how we do better. Absolutely. That's how we do better. When our woman tell us we handsome, we strong, we gonna try to lift the whole house up. You know what I mean? Absolutely. We try you, you know, when you feel appreciated. And so when I hear that, man, that makes me, man, it makes me smile on the inside where I've been crying for so long. You hear me? Yeah, but you know, youngins, when we when we tell them that I love you, man, they look at you crazy. <laughs>
what what you just say you know like oh stop that gay shit man like like where, when did we get here where somebody telling you that hey i love you bro you know hey give me a hug man they they quickly you know perceive it differently because of it's scary you know i didn't like it you know it was hard for me it's hard it, it was it's scary to feel that man you know even with that that's some you know it's scary because you know in order to accept love you got to give it back and that's a dangerous space for us so when you hear that so i'm saying for me when i was hearing i love though it didn't i you know it was it made me feel funny because it was something that i wasn't familiar with i just come from a penitentiary where we walk past each other every day the most you get is a nod you dig what i'm saying yeah so to hear somebody say they love you like it's it's different especially coming from another man right. Right. especially right. coming from another man so all these things we getting the action of we looking at the state that these people set it up like this and so my thing is be for us like us to and natty and us just doing this work when i see people doing this work it don't really understand the work right no, you gotta and so it, it caused a bigger collateral damage to deal with our young people because you could come in there and, and you can have certain foundation laid and somebody can come right behind you yeah. and destroy it and then you can hit the next thing like hold on i just had this guy at a certain place why would she come in there and say and doing this and some of them they tell the kids some of the ugly stuff that's why your mother gonna cry that's why you're gonna die this people that work with the kids say to them so what you think that do it make it look like everything that Natty said was fake Everything that Reem said was fake because all the things it's going to be, the closest get the most. And so that's what's inside of his mind, the bad. Because the good that was there, that was trying to seek in, we can't get in there because there's so many people that's doing this work come right behind us and destroy the people from the inside. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's, it's, it's also about the purpose, you know. And, um, and I mean, this was a, 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 a good start to our conversation. But unfortunately, you know, Karim ran out of time. And right. we definitely... You know, and uh, we can have another chop up, you know, because this was very enlightening and insightful as well, you know. Um, so many. And I apologize for my little, you know, I had you got some technical problems. It's all good. And uh, but I would like to bring a young person on here, man, with me, man. Yes, indeed. Yes. I would like for y'all to get the direct. I would like y'all to get the direct feel from one of these guys that's really out here. And what they feeling and what they thinking while they out here. That's Not for much that to convert. That's already done. We're gonna we set that about, up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. We're gonna, yeah. We talking about them guys that's active. So it's yeah. easy for me to go over there and get nook nook. He already now 450. But I'm talking about the one that's sitting right there with a hundred rounds in his lap and he ready yeah. to do whatever. I'm trying that's to done. bring them. Them the ones I go try to rock my well, Still in the trenches, definitely. So we have uh, a sunshine. Sunshine, you have your, your hand raised up. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to dismiss uh, you. Uh, please go ahead, uh, sp speak up. Um, yes, hi. Um, I just wanted to say thank you um, for all you guys are doing. Um, I have an outreach ministry um, with young people, and this right here is just so great, so awesome. And I also wanted to say to Kareem, Kareem, you don't know me, but I've known you for a very long time from your Aunt Trudy. And we have, yeah, and we have, uh, and we have prayed for you. I've been knowing you for the last almost what 
20 some years, I guess. And, and we've been pray, praying you through, brother. And I'm so glad to see that God's work is being done through you. Keep doing the work that you guys are doing. I am so thankful to see this. And I will share this. Appreciate you, young queen. Oh. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. We appreciate No, it's a, it's a, uh, a, a Tariq, you know. I'm gonna just like let this joint run for another like no five not like just like ten minutes. Deep. No, it's so good. It's so good. I, I just wanna uh say this to everyone in the audience. You know, myself, Nadi, Kareem, I see Dwayne on here. It's a couple of individuals that I know that's in the line of work. However, the work doesn't only work in the community the communities that's high risk of violence or within the facilities where they house these people. We all gotta be the light on any platform on a day-to-day -day basis. We all need to be the beacon to show the youth because the youth are doing what they know, the same as we do, right? And they seeing how we, we maneuver and how we've been moving for a long period of time. As Kareem said, stated earlier, that we've been taught the wrong things. It's time for us to disengage to all, from all the distractions and be that particular light so we can show the, the upcoming youth, the next generation to be royalty, be kings, be young queens. It's not only in these particular pockets, it's everywhere. Right. It's, it's definitely, like Kareem said, I'm gonna go ahead and go back and use one of his words. He said, it's definitely a playbook out there for the black man. And a black man is nothing without a black woman. And like we like to say in G7, young kings and young queens, we need to come together. So yeah. building our foundation stronger within our households, within our communities, continue to be that light. If you go to the gas station, conduct yourself properly, accordingly, as a royalty, a royalty individual would. That's why our, our, our motto was royalty is a mindset. Yeah. Look at G7, that's the mentality that we have. And we need everybody's watching this to, con to, con to conduct themselves as such. We cannot just allow it to just to be in these particular pockets. It will yeah. never work that way. Without it has yeah. to be a global situation. Without All right, blessings. Yes, yes. Anybody else? Yes, roll out. Anybody else? Please feel free. We got like another uh, seven minutes before we roll out. You know, uh, give you the platform to share if you want to share anything from what our brother Karim was saying, or you have your own uh, insight about the state of a black man in DC, and um, we're listening. And, and black man, I didn't, I didn't know. Uh, because I had the technical difficulties, I didn't get to send the link to. Yeah. No. I know so many people, I got I got texts in my phone, like, I can't get on. Like, so yeah. many things I can't, but you know what I mean? Next um, time. Yeah, man. You bring a young man with you, we're going to yeah. make sure you're right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. we'll touch best during the course of the week. We can arrange that. We can bring the young man sometime this, this coming, a uh, uh, few coming weeks. And uh, definitely, it would be a pleasure to actually hear from the young and who's been in the trenches and uh, and to get their insight their outcome what they their perception of what life is and also for them working with you uh that will be very much you know uh, appreciated for us to also share with the audience and the masses you know because we always talk about the youngins but we don't actually hear from them personally right. live and direct so we can understand what they're thinking and what they're saying and that's right like trigger a different uh, a mindset a mindset you know um so it's it's very powerful to to you know listening is a skill so right. listen 
we 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 get a better understanding of what we're working with and um um and you use the word understanding uh, uh, quite a few times Kareem you know once you understand you understand what you what is in front of you so yeah. and for everyone who's doing the work that they do and like what uh, black man Tariq said uh not only us as men can uh you know serve the world but we need the young queens the young queens around us we need to be beside them behind them in front of them yes underneath them to lift them but same thing for them they also when they see us on the ground they need to be able to pull us like hey yes. you. let's let's keep rock let's keep rolling and um, yeah. and being able to identify and then what yeah. is it that we are identifying because again like now as the society we have been so desensitized in so many ways and polarized in many levels we now identify things that last only for a second we don't identify qualities that are going to last forever you know, mm. identifying things that like what connects me to to her what connects me to him to them you know it's either the uh, the the um uh, material things the money and all of those things but we forget about kindness respect love purity the 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 the, the spirituality and uh, the environment how do you make the space where you are clean how do you make it clean by what you say what you see what you give what you take you know um so once we identify those qualities it brings the pureness and the and the uh, the so organic you know feel of what love and life is you know because now we have oh, you know and you mentioned the the, the the likes of the social media and all of that all of that has wiped away what the quality of like, what love and life is for real for real because yeah. in the morning the first thing i do i need to see how many likes i have on my instagram or my facebook if i don't get like five thousand ten thousand likes by 12 o'clock i get mad so which means people don't vibe with me so i gotta <laughs> do something so that people are gonna vibe with me yeah. and guess what and so what that showed you, black man, on a, on a grand scheme of things, the big level, what I get from that on a deeper level is that I spoke about it earlier on. You know what that's a sign of? It's this showing a sign of insecurities. We still looking for acceptance, man. That's social media when you got a woman who's ain't been feeling great about herself, even though I'm just using a woman, ain't been feeling, but she can get on there, put some drawers on, mm -hmm. shake, show, and get some attention, and now she feel worthy. But look how which, look how she had to disrespect herself to get so she you know because she's misunderstood and she have a misunderstanding on what it is that she feel and what she want. <laughs> so she feel like that's good attention because it's just attention. They just admire you for for what they see or whatever the case may be, or that's not even admiration for real. But that's enough for you. But that's a it, sign of insecurity. It, it definitely is. Let me touch on that real quick, Rain. And before mm -hmm. I even touch on that, I know. Um, that young man, before I even go into what I want to respond to, that young man that, that say he wanted to be like you, do the same job mm -hmm. in regards to uh, a violence interrupter. Yes. That exposure, add to that exposure. If you get a chance, like continue to add to that exposure. That exposure is the only thing that's going to change the narrative, right? So he sees yes. one thing that he like, show him some more things. You never know. Now, in regards to that woman that gets on these social media sites and start to shake their tail feather and things of that nature to get these likes and attention because of lack of security, 
within themselves, right? When are we as men going to stop entertaining that bullshit? Yeah. At the end of the day, excuse my language. At the end of the day, the women are only doing that because they know that they go because we're going to follow suit. Yeah. That's in conjunction with that. Right. If we would not entertain it, right? For our young sisters, our young sisters, our young queens, they will no longer do it. Yeah. If we start looking at it in a disgusting manner, yeah. they no longer do it because we, yeah. we are the head. Yeah. Right? We are yes. the head. So once we start yes. saying, listen, I'm not liking this nonsense. Matter of fact, thumbs down. Yeah. Have more respect for yourself. Stop doing yeah. this nonsense. Right. We gotta stop glorifying the nonsense because our sisters yeah. gonna follow suit. How we moving? Most yeah. Yes. Kings. Yes. And that's what we have to just to just to peel back the layer. What you stated is facts, but let's go a little bit deeper, and it's, it falls back to us in regards to us entertaining it. So if, every time we entertain it, they're gonna be like, "Yo, I'm gonna do it again." That's why you starting to see more and more and more and more of our young queens on these social media sites because what we doing? We applauding it. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Now, if we say, hell no, we don't want no more of that, it's going to stop. It's going hey, to nah. Hey, black man, you want it, man. And it's so crazy because for different reasons, I never had social media, right? I never had any of it. But of course, I'm aware. I got to know what's going on. And right. now the shooting phone, so now since this pandemic thing, you see now they getting on here. It's cold-blooded porn now, Snap. And I'm right. saying like you got real grown women on here you know, I'm like, what is this? But like you said, it's for attention. And even with the dudes, I hear dudes in the community, oh man, my junk going up there. Look how many likes I got now. It's all for the acceptance. And you know where that comes from? We go deeper, Tyreek, and we go all the way back. That goes back to, man, we coming because we've been so broken as a people. We've been so broken, even the men. I'm looking at the men and I'm saying, and the one, you know, they got a a, a chat going with the dudes getting in. They chat like women, like they oh, got yes. a group of all these things. I'm saying, what is this, man? Oh yeah, you know what I mean? oh yeah. It so exists. I look at society and look how all these elements that these people done got in their playbook, all these elements that have been put to keep us unconscious. Because the minute, like you said, black man, we put that down. I mean, because guess what? We can easily get on Instagram. We, you know, we don't even deal with each other straight up no more. It's through social media. We don't come in the front of each other straight up. We don't right. come and get at, you know, we can send a hug or a kiss emoji through the phone, but sometimes a real kiss is really what's needed. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm just showing you how the elements is in it, but you won't point back, man, like, you know, we entertain it. It's going to continue to get energy, but they all they come from the broken people, our people being so broken that, man, you know, we got some of the things that we hold on to is causing so much distraction and confusion in our psyche. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. It's demoralizing our people within our culture. That's Their culture votes from the beginning anyway, but it's demoralizing to our progression. So it's, it's, a, it's a major fork in the road that we continue to bang our head on. So therefore, we, we get looked upon in a particular manner. Can you imagine the yes. propaganda that follows behind that? So yes. now these particular videos, they go, quote unquote, viral. What does that mean? Yes. It's everywhere. Yes. So that particular propaganda, pretty much, if nobody doesn't know a sister or somebody from D.C., they're going to believe that's what they're about when it's yep. so much more in depth to that individual. Yep. You understand? So, yeah, it's a lot, man. Kareem, I, I greatly appreciate you coming on our show today, man. This is Voices Without Boundaries. All the oh, yeah. guests, 
Miss Sunshine, you young queen, we greatly appreciate it. You continue your work as well. Yes. Dread, you the man. Not to dread. Yeah, man. Yeah, up, man. They, this this joint was just getting heated, man, because they, <laughs> they, they, so I, I I'm I'm very uh 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 we're thankful that Kareem you have actually offered to come through, come up with the, with the, with the young man, and when you come back, we're definitely going to unravel all this other all this other stuff that is under it because I do believe that as people we use the word fear, we are afraid of talking and we are afraid of coming out from that because we have found a place where this is comfortable. Me exposing myself out there is, feels more comfortable and uh but how can i come out of that and find that peace of mind you know without having to 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 worry about what the next man is saying and we've been saying this since last year on this uh, podcast about the insecurities and the social media and we understand that all our lives right now they are pretty much on the phones and all that stuff we get that but you can still find that peace of mind you know to do things that are right and people now actually having to literally go butt naked, you know, on social media, just expose yourself, dancing, shaking, whatever. I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous. And this is somebody else's mother. When I wake up like, oh, dude, that was your mother on Instagram. That was your mother. On yes. Instagram. Come on. Yeah. I'm supposed to feel as a son, knowing that my sister yes. is herself to the world. Yes. Is exposing yeah. herself to the world. And, and, and even these dudes who are doing some other frakanakabu out there, like, you know, they get like, you are with a, you know, a young queen, you are exposing yourselves to the world. How are we supposed to, their kids supposed to look at them when they grow up? Oh, that was your, you know what I'm saying? So you live in yes. that is uh, embedded with shame. So, uh, no, we can keep, we can keep rapping, man, you know, but it's all good, man. Like once again, as always, thank you very much, black men for joining us and, uh, no worries about the connections, you know, that's, that's what, that's, that's all what it is, you know, you know, we make it work and, um, uh, everybody and there's people on, uh, Facebook, um, Facebook live, man, they're commenting, man, they're saying a bigger, 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 you know, and, uh, it's all love, man. You feel me? So I appreciate you. We appreciate appreciate you and thank you very much everyone who came through to the podcast and I know there was quite a few people who came in uh, uh, Karim but you wasn't there so they started dropping out like oh I think we came to the wrong podcast they, they dropped <laughs> out so it's all good though so they want to come back next time and to everyone else over overseas we appreciate you as well keep supporting G7 and please mm. check us on Spotify on Spotify, you can get all of our of our uh, 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 okay. our podcast all the way dating back last last year. Everything is in there. So if you can't check us on G Seven, uh, um, uh, um, uh, um, uh, on Facebook Live, you can also check us on Spotify, where you can get all the content, and also visit our website www.g7nation.com, and you can also purchase some uh, apparel over there. And uh, black men. Thank you once again, Karim Watt. Thank you for all the work that you do. Keep doing what you do. You're the best that's ever done it. And yes. black man is the best. See you on the flip side. Salute. My man. Peace. 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 Bless Peace. You. Have a great weekend. Peace. A great Sunday. Peace. All the time. All yes. One love, black man. Uh, black man. Thank you kindly. Thank you kindly. It's all love.
Turned out all right. Hey, yes, Turned hey. out all right. <laughs> one time. Hey, I was nervous a little bit, like, damn, man, my man ain't show that <laughs> I had faith that you was going to show up. I had you was going to yeah, show up. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did, because I was like, I don't know. what. what uh, uh, uh. It's all good. Was this Jay and Kimberly? I'd rather be home with my grandparents and playing you. Who's that rapping? That's uh, NF. I told you about NF, a young and supportive girl of uh, uh, Eminem from Detroit. Yeah, yeah. MF? NF. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He's sick. He's sick like that, man. He's sick. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, like he, he on top of it, man. He a great show today, black man. You know, we made it happen, you know. Um, and it's always... Man, turn that music off, bro. I can't hear you. 